after these messages we'll be right back i can't believe i ate that whole thing are you in good hands and now a word from our sponsors Hey everybody, welcome to After These Messages, where we bring you hot takes on commercial breaks. That's right, we are here to talk about TV commercials tonight. The good ones, the bad ones, and the ones where eagles say weird shit like this. I've got something for you. My name is Andrew Walsh. I'm here with with Genevieve Haz. Hello, Genevieve. Hello. What was that? I don't know. You found it. <laughs> I didn't find it. My buddy Kent sent me a link to a TikTok channel today, which just saying the words TikTok channel probably, I, I can already see you getting exhausted. Yeah, my eyes just glazed over. I, I, w- I spent some time today showing Genevieve how to uh, <laughs> how to use Instagram stories and filters, which is something that I'm I asked now. a lot of questions like, well, what button do I press? You are so against watching Instagram stories. It's I think that speaks well of my character. All you have to do is hit play on the first one. It just rolls through all of them. And I'm not saying that you're missing tons. So I'm I don't not. Know why, but it's just like. I mean, it's not like I have never looked at Instagram stories, but it's clearly not enough to pull me back in on the reg. It seems like a technological hurdle for you, though, I think is the interesting part of that. I, I play that up. I, <laughs> I, I can technically you're operate. You're always doing bits with me. I love to do bits. Um, I can technically operate Instagram stories, but I just don't really get anything out of it well how about today though when i showed you how you can make your own instagram story and what do we do we put uh we put dog ears on you yeah and a little doggy nose at one point i'm glad to be the eight billionth person to put dog ears on me and like look at it what about the one where it looks like you're laying in bed uh, yeah that one that too. was fun too that i like the one i did like the one where i i put like um like cartoon like not cartoon but like i turned my hair like purple oh, and yeah, pink like yeah, gem yeah. and the holograms yep, that's, that's kind fun. of fun yep and i did the one where my eyes were huge and it was really disconcerting yeah. like really upsetting to look at I mean, it's saved in my phone that's the thing and like, i go through my camera roll and it makes me start <laughs> it's just you know we are the eight billionth people to to do this, this is, there's nothing even i re- yeah. recognize that this is not something no. some new thing that we discovered this is 2015 shit it's 2015 shit so like I I can't be impressed with it as a new thing and I'm not really impressed with it just as a thing. So, mm-hmm. you An know. old thing. You're not impressed with it as so a I'm new not, thing. And I'm not impressed with or, it as an old thing. Or as a relatively old thing. Yeah. Okay, where does that bring us? I don't know. We're so off track. But um, there is uh, somebody on TikTok, not Instagram, who goes by tick, uh, Talk Tick Telly. And it is somebody who collects local TV commercials and puts them up on the TikToks. I will say most of these are from the modern era when I'm not super interested in bad commercials right. that are bad on that are purpose. Knowing. Because I mean, all of these are almost all of these are like clearly made in this day and age it's like the sharknado movies yes. now you know like you had one that i don't even know it was the very first one of that franchise sort of like a real action adventure but it was so corny that after that they're just like we're gonna make them as bad e- as possible even the first one was completely in on the joke and meant to mm. be terrible and then the subsequent ones were just how can we up the ante to like an outrageous degree gotcha well there's one on here that is not um, from the modern era, meaning that people aren't making terrible commercials, hoping that it'll go viral and then getting earned media that way. This is actually one from the 90s. That would be pre-internet for uh, the young ones. Um, apparently, this is for an insurance company in Chicago from the 1990s. Take a listen to this. You have two women. They're uh, driving in a car together, and suddenly the car stops short um, and you hear like something on the roof and you see a, a, a quick flash of a giant, well, eagle man. <laughs> What's that? Do you have insurance on this car? No. It must be eagle man. She gets out of the car. One of the women does. I've got something for you. It's a giant eagle mascot and then it lays an egg on top of the car. 
and then the egg hatches, and there's a baby oh, eagle inside. Oh, look at those low rates. And the uh, baby eagle inside uh, pops out, and it's got an insurance-like paperwork in its mouth. There's like a logical fallacy in this ad where in they wouldn't have had to stop short and discuss needing insurance if the eagle hadn't landed on the car in the first place. But the yes. eagle's there the eagle is to the problem. give them insurance. It's yeah. both the problem and the solution. Which is a great way to make money if you're an insurance, <laughs> if you're an insurance eagle. <laughs> I guess that's true. I guess that's a, that's a really good business Wait, that's model. actually not true because if you're an insurance <laughs> eagle, you don't want to pay right, out. Right, exactly. Yeah, no, so that's terrible. But um, yeah, I did like that. So that's uh, Eagle Man Insurance from uh, Chicago in the 1990s. Thank you for uh, uh, for that uh, from our friend Kent. And I, I got to say, it is, it is a good drop. I've right? got something <laughs> for you. I love the timing. <laughs> like they wait for it to totally ring out, but then it doesn't even fade all the no, way out. It has a it, it has a one of those weird like <laughs> abrupt stops. Yeah. Anyway, that's not what we're talking about today. We are going to do a segment, a somewhat recurring segment we do on the show that I guess we now call it used to be called Cheese and G's. Yeah, but stop introducing it as the thing it used to be and just introduce it as the thing it is. Mm, I kind of live in the past. <laughs> that is a <laughs> true fact. Well, but it's so hard to say. What is it called now? Adcolades and admonishments. Adcolades and admonishments. Admonishments is a real word. I know. Adcolades is uh, sort of a word that, well, actually, one of our listeners made up because that's yes. Adcolades and admonishments was proposed as a slogan. Yeah. And while it didn't beat out hot takes on commercial breaks, right? Because that's amazing. We felt it was a good. It was a good replacement. It was a good sort of, uh, you know. Like, you know, cheese and G's really didn't make much sense. No. It was just cheers and jeers, only we took off the R so we wouldn't get sued by TV Guide. Right, which they're famously litigious. Right, exactly. And, um, you know, I'm sure TV Guide can't afford a lawyer at this point. <laughs> That's a good question, actually. The question is can Reader's Digest afford a lawyer at this point? Because, I mean, I read Reader's Digest. I'm one of the last, like, subscribers in the country, I believe. Yep. But, like, you go to their website, it's such a janky operation. Like, I can't tell what's going on with Reader's Digest. It's like. How often it, do you go to their website? More than you'd think. Yeah. Probably. More than zero, I guess. <laughs> um, but. The website does not like. Okay, I am now also a, subs a subscriber to Harper's Magazine, right? Right. So not, you really not to brag. Not to brag. You really try yeah. to like span the whole gamut of publications, right? So when I, you are right. Those are those. They're not polar opposites. They're pretty. But. I mean, kind of because the whole idea of Reader's Digest is like it's like content that's already pretty stupid boiled down for the even stupider. Uh, yeah, but there is... Or for the even shorter of attention There span. is something digesty ew, about... <laughs> digestive? Um, digestive about Harper's as well. I was talking yeah, to you about that. that you know, they're grabbing things like somebody gave this intellectual talk at a university. I don't that's know why true. I said I was just thinking they have a lot of like long form stuff I, I, in there. Could like the opposite of Reader's Digest be like... TikTok the magazine? I don't know. Like, no, I feel like that's even more digestive. Yeah, no, you're right. Okay. Anyway, all of that is to say, we've been watching a lot of TV lately. Yes. <laughs> we saw And our brains are clearly mush. Oh, no. I, wa I was going to finish my thought on Reader's <laughs> Digest. I couldn't remember. Okay, okay. So my point about Reader's Digest is, let's say you... Okay. Forget about Harper's. We've confused everything. Um, let's say, <laughs> just say that you're a subscriber to the New Yorker magazine, right? A new New Yorker comes out. When you go to the website... The content in the magazine that just was released is reflective on the website itself or reflected on the website itself. Sure. Here's the cover. Here's here is the digital content, the digital version of the content you also have in your magazine. The Reader's Digest, it must just be one of those things where it's kind of a brand now or something, because like you go to the Reader's Digest website, it has nothing to do with what's in the latest edition of Reader's Digest. It's okay. just like this it's not janky, like it's like 10 oh, vegetables that will extend your life. It might be that, but it's not, it's not because it's in the magazine. <laughs> it's just like a bunch of clickbait baby shit like that. That is, it's not like, hey, the new June issue is it's, out. It's sort of thematically the same, but like not really in yes. any way 
directly connected. And I'm going to I'm going to the website now. We okay. this is the this is the least we've talked about commercials on this show in a really long time. But um, while I'm on this jag, it does say Reader's Digest official site to subscribe and find great reads. Um, but okay, ten group texting etiquette rules everyone should follow. Oh, can we look at these? Yeah, that is not in the um, that is not in the. But I see what magazine. you're saying. It's different you content, don't see the cover but it's the same anywhere. kind of content. Oh, I do see that that is a a somewhat recent cover they have at the subscribe button up there. It's from Christmas. Um, do you want to go over these ten? I just want to really quickly learn these things because I don't know that I'm a great texter. Here, these are for group text. Keep in mind. Yeah, um, I'm definitely not a good group texter. Don't start a conversation at night. Okay. Yep, I could see that because everybody's going to keep on like, you know, then replying. Ding, ding, yeah. Um, a lot of pop-ups. Um, don't only talk to one person. Oh, okay. Interesting. So if it's you, me, Luke, Camaro, Kev, Anita, and Katie. Don't try to don't, just have a one-on-one just with somebody. Me just me just trying rude. to make Camaro, Kev laugh or whatever would be a problem. Text people who know each other. Okay. Yeah, don't I, Don't you hate that? Having now enough. we're just doing this. I can't believe we're you doing this. You know what? This is not a... This podcast is not a, about commercials anymore. Well, I, this happened? is still good advice. I think this it is, is healthy. This Be, is helpful. Don't you hate it when suddenly... There's a random number. Yeah, it's just like, oh, look, I got a text from Luke to me, Kamarakev, and a number yeah. that I don't recognize. And it's like, who's this? Okay, that's good advice. Yeah, so far... Or, or introduce. I would also add, like, or if you're adding that number, introduce that person to the rest of the gang. Stay on subject. Yeah. says group texting is not for mindless chatter. I mean, that's Thanks the only digest. thing it is for, right? Mindless chatter. Or planning a vacation. I suppose. Don't rush the conversation. <laughs> what does that these mean? Are, are, these are, are opposed, right? Yeah. Stay on subject, but don't rush the conversation. Allow everyone to get a chance to talk. That's uh, a different piece of advice. That's interesting. Yeah. This says don't rush the conversation. What I think they mean to say is don't monopolize the conversation. Huh, interesting. Which I agree with. Yeah. Because sometimes it is frustrating when I'm on a group text chain and I'll like, to put my phone down for half an hour and I come back and there's 16 text messages, but they're like the same person just oh, yeah. bing, 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 yeah, yeah, bing, yeah, yeah. bing, you know? I get that on Instagram sometimes. My, I'll just feel my phone and it's like just buzzing like crazy in my pocket. You also have a lot more things set to buzz. Like yeah. it takes pretty much like a nuclear holocaust for my phone to buzz. Well, for, for the Instagram thing though, it'll be somebody who wants to send me like a long message, like a private DM or something and that's uh-huh. a way they can reach me and that's fine but like if you have a really long message like try to keep it in one. Don't like just keep on hitting it, hitting it because I could be anywhere and my pocket is just like, if I'm in a movie I don't want to take my phone out but if it feels like there's an emergency going yes. on, like keep it to one. We're adding to this list. We're up to like 12 rules now. Yeah. Announce if you're leaving the conversation. I love that. Excuse me, everyone. <laughs> Pardon me. <laughs> allow the conversation to have an end. The absolute cardinal sin of group texting etiquette. No, that's showing your balls, by the way. That's the absolute cardinal sin of group texting. But according to Reader's Digest, the absolute cardinal sin of group texting etiquette is dragging it on and blowing up everyone's phone for no real reason. When the goal of the conversation has been met. But this sort of presupposes that every group text is about like we're gonna go see a movie let's figure right. out what time we need to meet to go no but like most, group, like, most of my I feel group like texting text- is about going out though hey are we going to the eagles tonight are we doing this i guess so but it's usually part of an ongoing set of relationships and a lot of yours are actually also about like sports and stuff where it's just That's true a chain that That's happens true. every time there's some new information that you know activates it the fun-loving criminals, named after uh, former Mariners producer, broadcast producer Kevin Kremen, as most people would be able to figure out. Keep your phone on silent, whether you're in the office or chilling on the couch. Genevieve just reached across and did a weak bell ring. Here, you can have the bell. Uh, no one wants to hear your phone buzzing a million times while your friends are chatting back Accurate. and forth. Yeah, I walked in the room the other day where we were watching football, but you had left the room. Very rare for me to get a million. I don't, I'm like on one and text And you were group chain. texting. It was like, bing, 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 bing. And I was like, it's okay. This is a fun football game to watch, so it's not bothering me at all. Participate. No <laughs> need to drop everything for every single conversation, but don't be that person who stays eerily silent. I'm for the 90. eerily silent That's person. That's fine. Don't listen to Reader's Digest. Yeah. If you have nothing, you know what? Reader's Digest count. I counter this with: if you don't have anything to say, don't say anything at all. I agree. Like, don't just say something to, so you can participate. It's not a test. And finally, don't just add to the noise. That's what I just said. Yeah, I guess they mean like, you know, have some hashtag content. Find some way to meaningfully participate. Yeah, uh, uh, talking out of both sides of their mouth. Now, I will tell you. 
We've done a lot of good. If here. I end up seeing this in an upcoming issue of Reader's Digest, but I see that this says it was updated on September seventeenth, twenty twenty one. This is their lead headline on the website right now. Oh, and my final point about Reader's Digest being weird is <laughs> they also have a podcast, but it's an Australian podcast. And Reader's Digest is not an Australian, but they have people reading, people with Australian accents reading oh dramas God. in real life. I love it. I don't know what's going on with Reader's Digest. Anyway, um, are we done here? I think so. Yeah, that was a, Hey, that, that was a pretty good show. We'll, uh... <laughs> no, that's not the end. We should probably talk about TV commercials. Let's talk about some TV commercials. Hey, new listeners, that is the I'm most a, we've ever a... started the show without talking talking about commercials it's been a while since we recorded so i'm probably a little rusty it is true although last week's show was a lot of fun um okay so what are we doing today we're going to talk about a bunch of new commercials that have uh, caught our eye i almost said caught our fancy but really not all of them did that's where the admonishments come in we'll talk about what we're seeing what we're loving and what could be improved upon in fact genevieve i'm just realizing now Based on the conversation we had while watching TV last night, I could see a little Dr. Doctor song being in our future because we have some ideas on how to improve some of these ads. Okay. That's something to look forward to. Plus, uh, the the ad council weighs in, as always, with a, uh, a cat-related jingle sung on the voicemail line. Uh, it's one that I remember fondly from my youth. Also, I hope you didn't already go through all of these, but um, a listener um, stumbled on a weird old ad for Schlitz malt liquor from oh, the wow. 70s, which then led me to discover a whole the whole campaign oh, I can't wait. of Schlitz malt liquor commercials from the 1970s starring a lot of um, prominent black musicians of the era, All right. including Wilson Pickett. Very interesting stuff. But let's begin by talking about the ones we love and the ones we hate. It's a to start off on a negative note but i guess i put this first in the rundown should we start with crest yeah crest i have a lot toothpaste. of i have a lot of happy things to say this, yeah. this week so let's we'll go ahead and kick it off with a downer well let's talk about this this came on the tv last night and it caught my attention because it doesn't seem like the worst premise in the world but it's executed so poorly. In fact, what you see on the TV goes counter towards the message that you're hearing in the commercial. It is really infuriating because I think both of us had better ideas for how to implement this. And it's not even that hard. Yeah. It's not hard at all. But I'm going to play this for you. Um, you're going to start by hearing a sort of a babbling sound. And uh, you don't know what it is at first, but you realize that it is a, a dad, presumably, or a kidnapper. Um, a dad... <laughs> A very nurturing kidnapper. <laughs> yes, brushing his teeth teeth in the mirror, but he's got a baby Bjorn on, so he's got his. I think a baby Bjorn oh, technically Bjorn. is one where like the baby's sort of nestled in a, oh, okay. a like a sling. Yeah, this I, is like a baby knapsack, but the baby is just on the tum on the front of the man with its arms and legs free. Yeah, exactly. He's just kind of strapped to the to, he's strapped to the front of the man. Baby chest. Carlos style. But the baby, what is that? I think it's a hangover. The hangover. Reference. Oh, okay. And the baby is facing outward. Um, and so while the dad is brushing his teeth, he's also like putting his finger in the baby's mouth to make this kind of sound. Which and the is dad's like a cute. sort of like a Christopher Maloney type. Oh, oh, yes, he is. Yes, he is. He's a man probably in his 30s with, a, you know, he's starting to get some male pattern baldness. Hot, hot stabler action. Uh, white guy. Um, uh, okay, so I'm going to go back to the beginning. Now, you know what the visuals are, and I think that the important thing now is the voiceover. You don't get much time to yourself. So when you do, make it count with Crest Pro Health. It protects the eight areas dentists check for a healthier mouth. The number one toothpaste brand in America, Crest. Then he kisses the baby at the end, and the thing is, all the visuals are cute. So adorable. Like it. It's oh, adorable. A, a, a nice dad being like a good a good guy being a nice dad. Like we all love to see it. But the voiceover says you don't get a lot of time to yourself. So when you do make it count. But this isn't time to yourself. This yeah. is another example of you not having time to yourself. What the, Here's what I think this commercial should be. And then you can take it in, in your direction, Genevieve. I guess we just, we're going to doctor doctor this. I told you. <laughs> doctor, doctor, what should I do? Tell me. Um, what you should do is 
show a, a parent who's very harried in one part of the house, right? You just see chaos in the right. living room or whatever. And then that parent, you know, let's just say it's this dad, goes into the bathroom, closes the door, and has one moment to himself. He's left the chaos of the family and the kids in the other room for fifth, for, for the two minutes it takes to brush your teeth. Yeah. And, and for then, the two minutes it takes for a baby to choke on a Lego. <laughs> well, presumably there's another adult in the other room. And then you can like kind of do that. Other other brands have done this, right? Like you luxuriate, luxuriate in the your, bathroom. Your peppermint you can, patty is doing it right now. Right. Um, the mom is in a York. The mom is not available to be a parent. And the dad tells the kid, like, leave mom alone. And she's having a York moment. And she's mm-hmm. sealed up inside a giant York bag. Yes. She has her York moment. Yeah. Then she comes out and parents again. And there's other ones specifically to the bathroom as well, where it's like the one place a parent can get away. So, again, yeah. like, you could stick with these visuals and go with a different message. Or if you want to stick with that message, you don't get much time alone. So when you do savor it, have him in the bathroom by himself yeah. without the cute baby. But I think that what's great about this ad is the cute baby and the, the dad doing the on the baby's mouth and the kiss at the end. I don't think you want to get rid of that. I just think you need to write to so, it. So, yeah, just don't say you don't get much time alone. Just say... I mean, you could bring up... Parenting is a full-time job. Exactly. Good thing you know how to multitask. There. Exactly. When the, Or when they're, um, you know, when when the kids are this cute, you don't want to spend a moment away you from them. You don't want to put something. them down for right. even a second. Exactly. exactly. There's a million ways to do that. Uh, congratulations to us. Yeah, but doctors. not to Crest. But not to Crest. Crest, you crested years ago. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Looking for a transition here. <laughs> terrible i like it I okay think you, crest, know, you crested years ago is a super good <laughs> burn on toothpaste i'm gonna skip the next one in the rundown for now because i don't want to do two uh no. two sort of critical ones in a row i want to do obadobi experience because oh, you do? I, okay. we, this is a split decision oh okay sounds good and i don't know that my decision is super strict or that my position on this is super strict so let's walk through it what's going on here all right we're in um a couple's home it's like almost like an aviary it's this beautiful big glass enclosure that they live in and we can see that uh they are surrounded by what look like macaws and parrots they have lots and lots of birds like pet birds and they're not in cages they're just like on perches and stuff all around this great big glass room that this couple lives in okay. the woman uh of the couple is sitting at her laptop uh, a bird uh, uh, like a turquoise bird is sitting on the edge of the laptop, uh, also looking at the internet, I guess. And she's saying to her husband, who's over on the couch, that the the place where they've been buying all this bird seed, like the website, probably, you know, like Chewy.com or something, whatever website they've been buying bird seed from is now recommending that they get a cat because it's like predictive technology. Like, mm-hmm. I guess that if you like, like animals, you might want to get a cat. Um, and then she kind of like, they're, they're very into this idea and they start proposing it to all the birds around them that they're going to yeah. get a cat. Because I mean, it's almost an aviary, right? Yes. This, this part of the house she's in is beautiful, all windows. And, you know, just in this still shot here, I can count almost 10 tropical birds, you right. know, beautiful birds. So here, take a listen. It goes by quickly. I've only ever bought bird seed from this website, but they're recommending cat food. I think we need a cat. They know us so well. Who wants a kitty cat? Who wants... You want a kitty cat? Oh, I see. No, I think we're going to be on the same page with this. Because then at the end, before it says Adobe Cloud Experience, it says target the right person exactly. every time. So this is this is them taking shots at their competition. Right. I think the first time we watched this, we misunderstood it or we were watching it too quickly. But mm-hmm. when I watched it again today, I was like, oh, it makes perfect sense. It's it's saying you don't want this to be your yeah. product trying to sell cat food to a bird owner. Yes. You want to figure out what the bird owner needs. Okay, good. We're both but on I, the same page. But I love the who wants. She does this great little yeah. shoulder dance. Who wants a kitty cat? To all these birds. To all these birds. Um, I would say also that this has this has great potential legs. You know, this idea of wrong targeted yeah. ads. It's, it's do more. It's do easy. A whole campaign. Yeah, do a whole campaign. In fact, I wonder if they and the visuals on this have, are really good too. I'm going to take a quick look here. Um, Looking at other Adobe commercials, um, 
Uh, I don't know if they've done this exact, I don't know if they've kind of carried out this exact uh, kind of premise anywhere else, but I think they should, right? Try this one with the bakery. Um, What is this? Uh, Okay, here, let's take a listen to this. It looks like we have um, a bunch of people in yellow aprons in a bakery. We're completely out of flour. I'm trying to order more, but this site's so bad. I usually just type in flour a hundred times until it works. (laughs) Great idea. This is great. (laughs) <laughs> so she just starts hitting it over and over and over and he just has this big smile and he says this is great these I are know, good I really like these Adobe ads and that experience of typing in the thing you want a hundred times uh-huh. until it works is so relatable like yeah I usually just type it with a big grin. Because too. I have so many times something I need that I just can't find because it's too obscure uh-huh. it's too whatever uh, too specific um, I I'll just type it in again. Like, yep. I don't know, maybe on page 30 of the Google results, it'll be there. Now, I've only seen this next commercial once, and it was during live TV last night. Um, I remember just, I mean, you, you're you the one who sort of stopped me and said, wait, wait, what's going on in this commercial? This is great. Um, it is so good. I, I'm looking forward to re-watching it. I yeah. see it's a full minute. Do you think it was a full minute, the one we no, saw last night? No, this is an extended version, I'm oh, pretty okay. sure. That's cool. And it's even funnier than the one that aired yesterday. Oh, great. Okay. Um, we have... I will I'll spoil the surprise because it doesn't really matter it's for the iPhone 13 and we have two men in a car they're in kind of a deserty looking um scene it's kind of an old sedan and they're clearly like on stakeout or something mm-hmm. or they're two detectives sitting in their car and they're kind of shitty sedan yeah and and what it is in the background you could almost see it as maybe a, a breaking badish kind of something scene. like that yeah. yeah it has a feel of like a you know something drug related or something i mean there's like this deserty feel to it sitting in the driver's seat is uh one one detective and he's in focus and sitting in uh you know behind him from our perspective in the passenger seat is the other detective and they're having a conversation about why one of them is in focus yeah and it's like that purposeful like it's not like um an effect where one of them is blurred out it's that depth of field it's thing that you see field, yeah. in movies sometimes where one person's talking and, and they're in focus can i ask you a question am i out of focus you're fine yeah but i mean look at me i'm all i'm all blurry <laughs> you're supporting cast what? The camera focuses on the most important character, which is me. Well, what if my character had a big reveal? Like what? Like maybe I'm the killer. <laughs> Are you? And yeah. as he says, yeah, <laughs> the, the, de- the the focus shifts from the front guy to the back guy. Oh, my gosh. No. Then he said he shakes his head. and He says, no, he was just he was just faking out because he wanted the focus. And now the focus goes back to the cop who's in the driver's seat again. Could have been. Could have been the killer. This is a different one than the one we saw last night. The punchline of the one we saw last night is suddenly it focuses on the guy in the passenger seat in the background. And then he says, guess I'm the most important one now. Yeah, I like this one better. He says, I could have been the killer. Uh-huh. And the, this is an ad for the uh, the iPhone and how you can sh- shift focus in cinematic mode. And I think it's a, it's it's a great. great ad. And I'm glad to see Apple sometimes shifting away from... They're just mm-hmm. like beautiful object in space. Yes. And showing some of the functionality that their products can do. I think that's an interesting uh, move for them. Yep. Um, and one last one here, Veeves. You and I had not talked about this. I saw that you just added it to the show sheet and I did watch it. It is it is funny. This is a great campaign. It's such a good campaign. This is the Dr. Pepper campaign, the Fansville campaign and they've really built this universe out so it's just like a, a fake town called fansville where yes. you have people who are always it, it's like what is it state versus university versus or something. tech i think yeah state versus tech and you just see people going about it, it's got a um almost stepford wivesy sort of feel only it's everybody in the town it makes me think of a lot of like wb shows oh okay um it has the vibe of like smallville or mm. like any of those kind of shows where there was like a, a running soap opera characters that we know and and understand their relationships to each other and lots of little inter 
interrelational dramas happening at all times. Wouldn't you say there's that a there's, sheriff? There's isn't a there always a young darkness couple. to it though, too? Like an underlying, almost like Twin Peaks is too dark, but an almost like an eerie. Well, that's why it. I would say Smallville mm. or any of those kind oh, of WB like shows are like that. Oh, yeah, okay. and I think that's like the vibe. Like you don't watch those shows. No, no, no. You watched a little bit of Sabrina, Teenage yeah. Witch. I like that. It's kind of a little bit in that. Yeah. Of that ilk yep. or of that sort of um, production style. Except in this town, everybody is fans in one way or another. They're... But what they're basically all fans of is Dr. Pepper. Right. And they constantly, they're all dressed in maroon at all times. Maroon and white. And they're yeah. always wearing jerseys or their faces are painted as fans would. Um, what is this? What is going on in this latest one? Is this one that you just happened to see? This one came, uh, this one came across. Oh, and Brian Bosworth is like um, the sheriff of this, of this town. Oh, is that who that? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is, you know, relevant to football, I guess. Yeah. Um, this one is kind of uh, a new twist on the on the whole, like, I don't know, fiction of it. Because mm-hmm. it's never been something where they were breaking the fourth wall or having... It was never meta. It was always just like a straightforward soap opera. Yeah. But in this one, it's they've we've we've reached the end of the of the season... And they're reflecting on what it will be, what they'll do during the off season. So Brian Bosworth plays the um, the the sheriff here, and he's talking. To, he's a I recurring think, character. A, a family, right? Yeah, he's in. I a never li- knew that was him. Uh, yeah, I, I think I knew. We're talking about the football player, the the former Seahawk, right? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Um. So he's in a living room with um sub- several of the characters who, if you've seen this campaign, you'll recognize, like the young couple, the guy who's always got his face paint on. And they're having a conversation about now Now it's about to be the off season. The season finale of Fansville by Dr. Pepper. Another season almost in the books. Yeah, it's going to be a long off season. Off season? What do we do in the off season? Off season? Relax. We don't stop existing when the season ends. Yeah, it's not like we live in some fictional town that's part of some elaborate marketing campaign. What would it even be for? Dr. Pepper? <laughs> we're real people. It's not like we're the ice cold Dr. Pepper guy. Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. And as the camera pulls back, we see that they are, um, their whole house is in a snow globe. And I, you hear somebody at the end, I love, I love it when they're all laughing maniacally and you hear somebody say, we're real people. <laughs> and then another person says, we're not, or maybe the same person says, we're not the ice cold Dr. Pepper guy. And I was like, yeah, wait, what was the ice cold Dr. Pepper guy? And that, of course, is um, a different campaign. What was his name? It was a, like, it became a legendary campaign. He was like, he would always be walking up and down the stadium stairs uh, yelling, ice cold Dr. Pepper here. And yep. he had a funny, it was like Pepper Cole or something. What was his last name? Oh, I can't Here I have one. Of the ads right here. I've seen it all up here. I've seen flip flickers, hail marriage. I see nachos. Y'all think I haven't seen up here? I'll play y'all. You hear about the playoff? You heard about the playoff? Can you hear me? It's all idea of playoff. It's pretty much my idea. This year we're crowning the first true undisputed number one. All those other seasons they don't count. This is like the first real season of college football. Super painful. I'm sorry. Not a great audio thing there, but his name is oh Larry Culpepper. Yes. That's right, concessions guy. Um, so I love I love this campaign. They are referencing aware of like, a different campaign. Yes, the pe- I mean Genevieve. I know. I would agree. you say? I would say it. Say it. It's postmodern. It's postmodern. <laughs> it absolutely is. <laughs> I love it when you say postmodern. I to know me. you do. Um, speaking of love, yes. I don't, and I'm honestly thinking about this here. Is there anybody in any TV commercial that makes you light up more when he appears on TV other than Allstate's Mayhem? Or as I like to call him, Mayhem. I love Mayhem. You were almost like Lucille Bluth doing... (laughs) (laughs) Gene! Well, he'd been off the... They hadn't done so any new ones in so long, and those ones with Tina Fey were kind of... Uh, those were duds. Was that last year, maybe? Think, yeah. Maybe two years ago. I mean, who can he tell? Was, like, Time has lost all meaning, as Tina Fey was driving in her car, and, and Mayhem was playing the, the role of her dog. And there's there some were a joke couple. about him eating his own poo, which I didn't like. Yeah, there were a couple where he played different facets of, of you know, mm-hmm. destruction. Um, it's so weird because he has such... I mean, obviously... We saw them together on Thirty Rock, which is why they would cast How her many, in that. We and they had a, so good, such good chemistry. We should honestly do a show about failed chemistry reboots uh, uh-huh. because we talked about the the John Trasanta 
Oh like, yeah, yeah, with, right. Uh, John Travolta with uh, Samuel L. Jackson. Mm-hmm. That one was, I thought, a real dud. Awful, just awful. I feel like often when, and I think that uh, the the Star Wars, Star Trek, Pat Pistu mm-hmm. and and Mark Hamill one yep. was is another good example where people have this site like the marketers have this idea like we're gonna put you know De Niro and Pacino in the same scene and it's gonna be magic because it's like so great and Mm -hmm. everyone loves to see them together but people like to see them together in the context where they were great and very often more often than not I think it cannot be recaptured the magic cannot be just it's it's it cannot be done again so so perfectly and it only highlights the ways in which it fails. I will say that the John Travolta Samuel L. Jackson one is just terrible on a whole on a whole bunch of different levels. But that was also one when you, when you want to talk about trying to capture chemistry, that was a heart of COVID commercial. It was like it was like they were zooming together, yeah. and it was like oh, chemistry and zoom. And I think we we're all zoom exhaustion by that point. Yeah. So, um, by the way, quick. Aside, you brought up those Uber Eats ads, right? Right. You mentioned the Mark Hamill ones um, and Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart. Um, you raised a question, I don't think on this show, but at some point related to our conversations about commercials, you had been mentioning the Allstate commercial, speaking of mayhem. Um, but there is an Allstate commercial where somebody is driving their car down the street and a high school marching band is playing behind her. Yes. And following her around and playing CNC Music Factory, Everybody Dance Now. Correct. And you wondered out loud, you said, I feel like there's another commercial that is airing right now that also uses that song. Is it Unstoppables? Well, maybe. I don't know what that is. But there is um, the Uber. It's like a laundry thing. Oh, okay. Is that another one? Did you? Are there several? Because I almost wanted to make that a theme today. If, that would be amazing. I'm not positive I'm right about the laundry. This, there's this product called, I want to say Unstoppables or maybe like Unpoppables. Anyway, it's a, it's a, like a jar full of stuff that you put in your laundry and it makes them smell like uh-huh. persist longer, like mm-hmm. a freshness smell. It's a perfume for laundry. Uh-huh. And I know that there's an ad for them where people are doing a are dancing to some like kind of like '90s jam like that, mm-hmm. but I can't remember if it's that one. Well, what I realized was there's an Uber Eats ad with Simone Biles and I can't remember his name, Jonathan Van Ness. Van Ness, and they're um, again that campaign is so broken but like you know they're they're both like for some reason competing in gymnastics right it's ridiculous because he's so bad i guess but they also use that song in the background of that one i wonder if it was on sale or something um i wondered i wondered the same thing and also Did um, it just enter the public domain? no i don't think i, I actually <laughs> didn't wonder the same thing i wasn't really listening to you because i was trying to um i was actually having another thought of something that I want to surf to here on the fly because what I did was I used this so here's the Allstate marching band commercial we're all over the place today we are. welcome to Allstate where we've just lowered our auto rates this woman's in her car she notices the band behind her and savings like that follow you everywhere and now the now the band's kind of running now after her lower auto rates with Allstate I actually almost put together a show with just marching bands. The lady in the car is very cute, not to objectify. I, I call I would call her a milled, a mother I would like to have dinner with. Uh, <laughs> you want to date a mother? <laughs> anyway, when you you can on the Spotify or I'm sorry on iSpot TV on the website now, you can click on the songs when they credit the song, and then you can pull up every commercial. <gasps> Look how many there yes, are! Yes, but these, this is going back years and years and uh. years, including an Applebee's spot. And I learned that Applebee's got sued over this one. You see a man, and he, this is from um, well, the lawsuit was from 2017, so this is going back a ways. You see a man behind the wheel of his car. He's got his daughter. I'm going to say maybe I don't know, 12 year old daughter in the in the car. Uh, seat behind him in in the rear seat. What do you call the back of a car? And um, he's rapping to CNC Music Factory. And then there's a knock at the window. Things to do. And it's the um, it's the apples Applebee's car side to go 
person dropping off food through the window. And did they just not him. get the rights or something? It turns out, I mean, the, the actual story behind this is not all that interesting once I, once I dug into it. But um, yeah, Sony Music claimed that they didn't buy the rights to this. And they were also using... Um, for those about to rock, we salute you, or some ACDC song. Uh-huh. Um, Applebee's had both of those songs in the same campaign, and Sony said, "You never paid us for these." By the way, you know what I learned? CNC Music Factory cost fifty thousand dollars to license that, but the ACDC song was like a hundred and fifty thousand. If you're ever wondering, like the market value of an ACDC song, I am <laughs> surprised. Yeah, let me see if I can find the Applebee's ACDC commercial. Because uh, it's not even like the song that you would necessarily assume that it would be. Applebee's is naughty. Oh, this is rock That's and no roll. Ordinary. The song, by the way, I just happen to know this from having this record when I was a kid. <laughs> the song is uh, Rock and Roll Ain't Noise Pollution. I think. I could be wrong. Okay. Their songs all sound the same. Yeah, you're not I wrong. I think this is the riff from that. That's no ordinary steak. That's Applebee's hand-cut sirloin getting juicy over split American oak. And those aren't mere drippings. They're tiny vapor angels wafting upward to bless in. your steak with subtle, smoky deliciousness. Anyway, Sony said, hey, you didn't pay for the rights for either one of those songs. You always like... Over two hundred grand, and Sony and Applebee's was like, "No, we did it through a third party." And Sony's like, "Well, we ain't seen the money, and you got to stop that." And they're like, "Well, we they're paid." Like, Applebee's, and then, you should like, know yeah. better. Like, and then that's where the trail ended. I'm sure they just settled out. It yeah. sounds like it was probably some mistake with a third party or something like that. So. Yeah, someone was like, "Yeah, I've got the rights to this. Uh, here's a." Here's the file. Just use this one. Not exactly the best power out I've ever offered, but um, <laughs> okay. Let's, mayhem. Let's go back to mayhem. Yes, boy. Dean Winters. Why don't you talk about these? New campaign, out of the blue. Yes, it made me so happy to see him. He's back. He's totally um, uh, in good form. Um, and they've, they've. I think the writing is as strong as it ever was. This first one we're going to look at is um, he's playing. You know how when you go to get fast food, if you're by yourself in the car, you get the big bag of fast food and it's sitting right next to you and it's all like rolled up at the top. But you want to reach, you can smell it and you mm-hmm. just want to reach in and get a fry while you're driving mm-hmm. and mayhem is saying that's dangerous um, those fries you've been craving i'm hot and i'm steamy and oh man do i smell delicious i'm calling your name oh doug doug <laughs> then doug finally reaches into the bag and he drives off the road And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, paying for these repairs may be tough to swallow. Get all state. Doug really paid for those fries. That car yeah. is fucked. Seeing Doug like just try. Doug does a Doug does a lot of the work here. I gotta say. Yeah, Doug's very funny. Doug's like really trying to resist those fries. Um, I love how when things are going wrong, like when they're in the middle of the car wreck, how happy Mayhem looks. Yes, yes, he just enjoy. He love what you do. Never work a day in your life. Exactly. That he embodies that. Um, now here's my move on the occasion that I'm picking up fast food to bring home, which has been, which is always kind of rare in our lives, but it's been especially rare lately. Yeah. Um, but it feels like back in the day, you and I, if we went out the night before, like went especially hard the next morning, we would reward ourselves as you do with a fast food run. And sometimes I think medicate is the word I would (laughs) use. Yes. We were also medicating the night before. Um, <laughs> but uh, sometimes I'd even go to two different places, right? Because I'm more of a Burger King loyalist and you like your uh, I like McDonald's, McDonald's fries. fries. Yeah. So anyway, but what I do, and I'm going to say this quietly, is uh, you get yourself a road snack on the way home. Because I don't want to. It's a road fries. I, yeah, I don't. Well, what I do is I get the road nugs. Road nugs. Okay. Chicken nugs. Yeah. Wendy's is good for that, too. And I really like Burger King's nugs because I don't want to. I'm looking forward to that moment when I get home and I you get to unwrap everything. In, yeah. You want to keep everything fresh, but with that smell, you got to. I mean, yeah, pop pop gets it. a treat, pop right? Pop, I mean, the, the person <laughs> so, who goes to the store right. gets a treat. Exactly. So I like to uh, get a special little order of like five nugs that'll tide me over. That's smart. In the car on the That's way home. That's using your noodle. Yeah, don't be a dug. Be a be 
Andy and Andy. <laughs> um, okay, so we have three of these Mayhem commercials. Honestly, I think we can skip the last one if you don't mind. He's just like on he's he's on an exercise bike. You know, he's like, I got one of those fancy. Or you got one of those fancy new exercise bikes. And but then he is also he just sort of he's falls riding the bike. But he is reason. also the bike. Oh, have you not seen this one? I haven't seen this. Okay, one. well, if you haven't seen it, we can just play it, um, and then we'll we'll save the next one is for the last. Ad- because th- this could be an admonishment. Yeah, I mean, listen, there's nothing terrible about it. It just isn't that great compared to these other ones. That Doug one with the fries is great. This one, he's on this exercise bike. He calls it a fancy one. It doesn't look like a fancy one to me. Then at the end, for some reason that's unclear to me, he just goes... I'll say didn't want to spring for an actual Peloton. Or maybe it's the joke is that it's janky. I'm not sure. But then for some reason, he goes flying over the handlebars of the stationary bike, which that doesn't make sense to me either. I'm a fancy exercise bike newbie. And I've gone from zero to obsessed in like three days. After riding 12 miles nowhere, I'm taking a detour. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, you could be working out a way to pay for this yourself. So here's what doesn't make sense. None of that makes so sense. So he's a newbie. He's actually the person in this scenario. Right. But which, who are you in this yeah, scenario? The, who are you, the insurer? All these other things. The is, yeah, they're always second person. Right. And then there's like some bit of mayhem. But in this yeah. case, you're the person. And also, why did you go flying over the handlebars of a stationary bike? It makes no yeah, sense. This admonishment. Is a, admonishment. Told you we shouldn't play it. I'll cut all that out. But let's let's end on a high note because I do like yeah, this, you like this, this one, challenge yeah. one. This is they call it a hashtag challenge. I guess they I love can't, that. They can't say TikTok. I actually just think it's funnier this way. Yeah. So it's clearly like he's like the latest dance craze, and so you see him outside just standing next to a ring light, which is so funny. Yes. Like it's not even turned on. It's just like <laughs> seeing a ring light outside is weird. Like flying yes. a kite at night, it's just weird. Uh, <laughs> that's from The Simpsons, I think. But. Um, and so he's just doing these dances, but he calls them, I'm the latest hashtag challenge, which isn't, I mean, it's so close to being a it thing. Sounds but it sounds like it's almost but it's a not thing. The, it's, not, it's off a click, and to me, that's the funniest joke about this. It's yeah. the, the hashtag challenge. So do you want to take a uh, listen to this, or do we have to explain? So he's on the side of the road as mayhem, dancing next to an unplugged ring light, and then um, some guy is driving by, and he just looks like kind of a dad type of guy, but he's like super distracted by this person who you assume mayhem is would be taking on the form of probably a young person yes. dancing on the sidewalk like a lunatic. I'm the latest hashtag challenge. And everyone on social media is trying me. I'm trending so hard that hashtag common sense can't keep up. This is going to get tens and tens of views. <laughs> and then the guy who, who gets distracted watching him rear-ends a garbage truck. But if you don't have the right auto insurance... This guy who crashes... Oh, no. He gets out of the car. At first, I, I thought he looked familiar. Like, I knew him from a TV show. But when I saw his whole body, I don't think so anymore. But, um, no, that one's good. And I just love... I'm the latest hashtag challenge. Yes. yes. I love it. I'm going to get tens and tens of views. Yeah. Uh, I think that's it. We gave a lot of... A lot of adcolades. A lot of adcolades, a few admonishments, and even Mayhem got an admonishment. Who saw that coming? Nobody. Everybody's talking at me. I don't hear words they're saying. Only the echoes of my mind. This is a note that came in um, a while back, and you might have even grabbed this. I, don't I know did, if this was and then from Facebook or what? I think it was an email. Now I can't remember, but it, it, we just didn't have, to, we couldn't get to it because we were, we had very full shows. But I did want to, I did want to share this one. It was pretty funny. The performances are good. Unfortunately, I think a lot of the good performances in the visuals yeah. of how these folks react. But go ahead and set this up. Um, I was afraid you were going to ask me that. Oh, I just watched it today. Would you because like me I to set it up? Because I have not watched it today. Okay, yeah. This You probably pulled this several weeks ago. So you see uh, it's like a, a classic kind of high school scenario. In fact, I don't even think high schools probably look like this anymore. It feels like very much aimed at our generation, <laughs> even though it's high schoolers in it. And you see this not unattractive, but kind of tall, I guess, awkward guy, although you wouldn't necessarily know that to look at him. But he's sitting on the stairs in, you know, in this public school hallway, right? And he's got a, um, a bottle of Nest tea, iced tea that he's holding. And he's looking at a group of girls. One girl in particular has kind of caught his eye. And um, 
he's uh, kind of staring at her, wondering whether or not he should go up and talk to her. You've had a crush on that girl for months. What a day. But you're super scared to ask her out. Just one day. So you crack open that ice coldness tea. And you drink it. Now I should say that um, at this point, he takes a big gulp of the nest tea and he gets up and he takes about two steps in the direction of the girls across the way who are looking back at him now. And you drink it. Nope, still scared. Let's be real. It's real tea and it's refreshing as mountain air. So then he, after two steps, he just turns tail, doesn't know exactly, he just kind of turns around a couple of times, sort of stumbles doesn't around. know exactly where to go, and then ends up sitting back, uh, just sitting back on the stairs where he came from. You know who he reminds me of a little bit? I've been watching Succession. He reminds me of a young Greg a little bit with his body language. He's got a qu- he's got a cousin Greg quality. <laughs> yep. I'll back it up a bit. Can you drink it? Nope, still scared. Let's be real. It's real tea and it's refreshing as mountain air. There are so many products that have tried this keeping it real. Uh-huh. Uh, like Campbell's does it. Um, there's a yogurt commercial that I remember was like the sort of like for real mm. for real life. Or maybe I'm thinking of Campbell's, but there was a yogurt one that was sort of similar. Yeah, there's an there's something I feel like in the last 10 years that has like been a growing idea that marketers have had like we're gonna we're gonna peel away the or make a joke at the expense of the sort of glossy marketing idea that so that for so long was the trope i think you have more of the reputation believe it or not on the show of being somewhat pearl clutchy true about some things yeah i will I'm a say little though, squeamish Grow a pair in this song. Yeah, I was like growing up. I wouldn't even be allowed to say that in the house. I can't I imagine either. watching a TV commercial where they sing "Grow a Pair." I, you know what they're talking about? They're I talking do. About, you know, okay, they're talking yeah. about balls. They're talking about testicles. Yeah, You're absolutely right. Um, no, I'm with you. I I often think like, how will history remember this time? Will this be like? Will we ever hit a high watermark in terms of like what's acceptable vulgarity, no, or are we only kind of are we only trending? Is it only trending more and more vulgar? Yeah, and I, I don't know. Will this what, seem quaint and to a generation from now? I don't know if I really care now. that much, honestly. Like, it, it, I'm not personally offended by this. I'm just no. like, wow, times have changed, and of course, times always change. I guess I'm more kind of like. Not offended. It's not the right word. I, again, it doesn't affect me and I don't care. I am more surprised and somewhat, I guess, dismayed <laughs> after doing that show <laughs> about how, like, all kids' toys these days yeah. either fart or shit or puke. And I don't understand what's up with that. I really I don't. I understand why. Maybe that's better, right? Like, I grew up, like, look at me. I'm a goddamn wreck. And I was growing up in a, in a very repressive household. Okay, so, fair. But yeah. I'm not. I'm quite liberated. Yeah. yeah. Uh, pearl but clutching you, but, aside. And you did not grow up in a specifically repressive house. But no. you did. But there were boundaries yes. as far as language, right? Absolutely there were. Yeah. Could you say fart growing up? No. I mean, you could you could pronounce I was, it. You I was capable of it, okay, but it good. was not permitted. Just to make sure, yeah. right? Did you ever sometimes go upstairs and like just yell it into your pillow? Just to, <laughs> <"Fart!"> <laughs> <laughs> okay. I told you at the beginning of the show. I realize we're kind of going along here now. Um, this was something that was shared on Twitter by a musician named Christian McBride, who's a who's a, a bass player, by the way, a stand-up bass player, like oh. a cool young. Stand-up bass player. I think wow. I started following him after seeing this. Um, our ad counselor, David, saw this and shared it on Facebook. Um, and it's this old Schlitz malt liquor commercial. And it has Wilson Pickett, right, the singer. I don't know much about most of the people in these commercials I'm about to play for you. But I know of Wilson Pickett as, like, he was like a soul singer, right, from the 1970s, 60s and 70s, maybe? What was his big hit? I don't know off the top of my head. I probably should have looked that up. But, I mean, I know Wilson Pickett. I know the name very well. And I know I, you and I know a grip of his songs, I'm sure. Yeah. But this is a 30-second commercial that has a... I know you're looking that up, but I would really love you to um, watch this. He did Mustang this. Sally, Land oh. of a Thousand Dances. Okay. So that's not soul. Is that soul or is that rock? It's kind of more... I guess maybe somewhere in between those two i don't know um but anyway you see him in his just amazingly awesome 
70s apartment right with all this um yes all this uh like hi-fi gear in there and like some sort of a um some sort of a wood-burning stove that looks like it's from the future if the future was yeah, I don't know what that type of stove is called, but it's, it was definitely like of an era. I mean, it's just awesome. And then he walks, he's talking, I believe, to the camera, and then he walks to his little mini fridge or something and pulls out a can of Schlitz malt liquor. Now, these are the small little cans with the pop-off tops, you know, the kind you actually peel back. Yeah. Um, and, on the, and I didn't know this because I always knew Schlitz as a beer. Like growing up, sometimes my friends would buy like shitty beer. Like is it Schlitz. the same company or is it just unrelated? My guess is it's the same company. Okay. Um, in fact, I started to read an article today about um, kind of the history of malt liquor, um, you know, which is traditionally, at least in my lifetime, and I think in the lifetime of the the product malt liquor, it's always been targeted mostly at the African-American community for some reason. I don't when know we were exactly growing up, that was started. true. And then it became Zima. Yeah, then, then it became Zima, right? Um, but Zemo, but the words malt liquor yes. were on the Billy label Williams. In, in Zima, but it was like, you yeah. didn't think of it as, hey, I'm going to get malt liquor. Right. That That is something we associated with like, yeah, like black men in the 70s. Right. Um, so anyway, I had never seen this campaign, but this takes a twist. So he's in his apartment. He's listening to a record. He might be listening to his own record, which is kind of weird. Um, and, then, and then he. he Hi, I'm Wilson Pickett. And then he grabs uh, one of these cans of malt liquor and pops it open. Hi, this is Wilson Pickett. By the way, you totally. Called, I called it. That's exactly how it begins. Hi, this is Wilson Pickett. And when it comes to singing, old Pickett's going to look out for you because I want you to enjoy it. But when it comes to drinking, I only have to look out for Wilson Pickett. So <laughs> when it comes to drinking, I only have to look out for Wilson Pickett. He opens the coolest refrigerator I've ever Which seen in my life. built into the wall. He grabs this. Now, we are halfway through this 30-second commercial, and things are about to change. He's about to open this can. Yeah. And that means I have to... What is happening? Okay. So, so, he opens the can of malt liquor. A... A bull bursts through the wall. Like, it, a, and it's a, a real bull. This bull. is not an animation. A real bull. Comes busting through his window the, the and just causes chaos. He pushes a button on his futuristic 1970s chair, and the chair raises into the ceiling on a big pole yeah. so that the bull cannot touch him. And then the him. bull completely demolishes his beautiful apartment. This is amazing. Just kicking and goring things just everywhere. I'll back it up a little bit. Yeah, and that means I have to. Pull the bull, y'all. It's more liquor bull. Nobody makes more liquor like Slip. Look out for the bull. Nobody makes more liquor like Slip. Now, I don't think at any point it's actually Wilson Pickett sitting up in the chair, but there is for sure a person in a chair while this bull rampages through this apartment oh i see what you're saying yes i think that th we it's do a little see tricksy he with the is camera. up in the chair but probably not when the live bull is yes in there. i don't I think they put him in a room with this clearly enraged live bull so that is that took absolutely me bonkers by surprise yes um and who sent that in i uh, it was david our listener sent it in thank it was somebody you david named christian mcbride who posted it to twitter and then somebody else on twitter responded to Christian McBride. Again, these, these aren't our listener. This is just like a thread. Teddy Pendergrass, which is another name that I recognize, although, I again, I couldn't tell you anything about him, um, has another one of these commercials. It starts with three women. I don't know if they're a famous um, singing group or not, but three women in gowns, and they're singing next to a piano. It looks like they're at a party or something, and they're singing, and then Teddy Pendergrass comes in. Now everything was just cool and sexy yeah. and amazing, and now then we in the last the, ten seconds, the suddenly you see shake. that the room is starting to shake because they've summoned the Schlitz Bull. The shit's more makeable. No one does it like the bull. 
Okay, the bowl, the live bowl comes through a, a brick wall. Yeah, and Kool-Aid then free, style. freeze frame. So you don't see all of the chaos. How are they getting this bowl to? I mean, this sounds really dangerous. And is he a member of SAG? Um, here is uh, Rufus Thomas. So this is a little bit more of a disco vibe, yeah. okay? He's in like his fancy dressing room yeah. backstage. And, and his there's lots outfit of, is amazing. His outfit is like this pink It's all cake. pink. Yes. A big pink cape that covers him, and then pink shirt, pink yes. pants, shoes, everything. And he's going to start to see. He's it, got, an, got a, like a bowl full of ice stocked with um, Schlitz malt liquor. Wow. I didn't realize that underneath the pink cape, he's wearing pink formal shorts. Yes, in fact, I and said pink pants. And pink knee-high socks. I couldn't have been more wrong about that. He's not wearing pink pants. He's wearing pink shorts. Pink socks. No, no, no. Those are pink boots. Oh, excuse me. Those aren't. The, yeah, pink boots with pink shorts. Here we go. Raise your right leg, then you put it down. Move your left leg forward, and your body too. Do what comes natural when the bull's after you. Now you move your head. I just want to pause it here and say this is much longer. Each one of these is like seeing a black exploitation movie in full. (laughs) It is also like I am now. I'm like triggered. I am now on the edge of my seat because this is yes. really enjoyable just <laughs> watching him coming. dance. But it's like, oh shit, that bull's <laughs> just outside the door, I'll bet. <laughs> yeah, like, where is it coming from now? Do the bull slide. Look out for the bull. It comes through and it clearly like gets caught on the door frame as it comes through. This is not good for the bull. No, it's I'll not. be real honest with you. And kind of like um I actually think this guy is in the room with the bull. When the bull comes in, he hops up on like a dais and the dais raises up yeah, like where a, he's like out he's of range of the bull. Almost, yeah. But I think he might I think that Rufus Thomas might have actually done his own stunts. Um Amazing campaign. I tried to look up. How is this not super famous? I looked up some art. I was looking for an article that said like, you know, a history, an oral history of the Schlitz campaign. But I couldn't really find anything specific to the ad. Somebody needs to get on that. Um, What is BuzzFeed But I think there's, I think, yeah, you're right. I think there's some others in there as, oh, well, here's another one. Now, this is a very different vibe. Is this the Kevin Klein that I know? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Now it's a part of the show. Let's check in on the whites. Let's check in on the whites, but, indeed. Because in what this have the whites one, been up to this whole time? <laughs> um, in, by the way, one thing I want to say about the whole bull thing. You know, the Colt 45 commercials, which I think came a little bit after these, uh-huh. that was like works every time, right. right? And then I remember those being parodied on SNL right. with a, a malt liquor called Cold Cock, right? Yes. Just being like, you drink this and it punches, it literally punches you in the face. And I realized that I never saw these bull commercials before, but it's the same thing, right? Like, yeah. you are drinking this to get your shit fucked up. Yeah. Either a bull's going to fuck you up, right. or it's going to work every time, or in SNL, it's, it's going to punch you in the face. Right. Exactly. Right. Now, in this one, though, and this is not, so we've seen famous people portraying themselves in this one this is kevin klein i think that's i mean it's listed in youtube as being it kevin looks klein, like him. but he's playing a, like a robin hood yeah. not a robin hood type he's just playing robin hood so this is a it's not like he's not a celebrity i assume at this point we're not playing in on the fact that it's kevin klein he's just an actor he's just a commercial actor and it's uh you know old-timey days as i like to say everything from 1985 earlier is old-timey days to me and uh and yeah we'll take a listen well done to quench our thirst no name I'm Robin Hood, a swashbuckling hero. I don't want beer. I want something special. I didn't set this up very well because I kind of didn't remember how it started. So they're in a bar, okay? And it begins with... An old-timey tavern. An old-timey tavern. And for some reason, it begins with a bar fight where somebody's getting thrown out the window. And then somebody offers Robin Hood, like, a beer, and he refuses it. Well done, lad. (laughs) Now to quench our thirst. No name... I'm Robin Hood, a swashbuckling hero. I don't want beer. I want something special. Whoa! Whoa! 
the Schlitzmalt Liquor Ball. It's a special premium brew that's in a class by itself. <laughs> what noble taste. Uh, Robin, my son. How about a little game of bumper pool? <laughs> okay, okay, here it is. Still... It's still happening. So he says, let's play a game of bumper pool. He starts chalking up his cue, and then you hear the rumbling, and a bull comes barging in. Through the in. plate glass, through the glass windows. <laughs> still a real bull. That one is much more clear, though, that that bull was never in the same room yes. with um, with those actors. That is some wild ass shit. It is some wild ass shit. Thank you. That is amazing. Head council, it's jingle time. Hi, this is Anna from Seattle. And when I got up this morning to feed my cat, there was a can of chicken cat food and tuna cat food and all of a sudden, a jingle from the 80s came into my mind. Oh, my kitty cat craves chicken. My kitty cat craves milk. My kitty cat craves tuna. So my kitty cat craves, craves. Yeah, my kitty cat craves, craves. That's all. Love the show. Bye. I remember that so well. In fact, that jingle still goes through my head sometimes. Incredibly. Yeah, re- nailed it. And the thing is, it's one of those jingles that goes through my head, and I don't really think about it much, but I feel like in my head I've always thought that I had the lyrics wrong. My kitty cat craves crave. Like, it just feels like the type of thing I would have heard as a kid and then misheard, but then just stuck with it. But it really is crave. That's the name of the cat. Yeah. Like, it's funny. I can't picture crave on the shelves of the grocery store. I I can can only picture this, um, this commercial. Take a listen to this. This is, this is one from 1981. There's a bunch of different versions of this, but I think this is the one that actually has the lyrics that match what we just heard. My kitty cat craves chicken. My kitty cat craves milk. So good. My kitty cat so my kitty cat craves crave yeah my kitty cat craves crave crave dry cat food gets its taste from real chicken protein real milk protein and real tuna protein not flavors but the real protein rich foods cats crave my kitty cat craves crave protein rich foods cats crave that's gonna be in my head for a while me too yeah all right thanks for that uh call what was the caller's name anna Thanks, Anna. Anna. Anna That was great. You have a beautiful voice. Yes, I have a terrible memory. (laughs) (laughs) You can sell anything. You can sell anything. All right, Veeves, how can people leave their own jingle? You can leave your own jingle. If that that, uh, struck a chord with you and you remember a jingle from your childhood or from your current status whatever that might be is there anything well i guess childhood adulthood is there anything well in infanthood if you remember something from your infancy i mean infancy right right do right. call that in uh at 607-444-5597 but once you hit adulthood there's nothing more i know tell me about it yeah um, you can email us at after these messages show at gmail or visit us on the facebook group yeah, that's it. All right, that was a really fun show. Yeah, thank thanks you. for listening, everybody. We'll talk to you again next week. What can you do to the kid? Totally stupid and sick. No scruples. Cool man. Ice cream. Scooping it. You can.